Back in May, I remember how long it felt until November 5th. But that is just a mere two days from now. And the start of the Ken Paxton impeachment trial. Wow, time flies. Here are our biggest concerns spelled out by Chris Hollins, who is running for Houston City Controller. Another one of those local positions we didn't know the importance of. This is from his interview with Eamon Mohadeen. Speaking of that trial, the Senate needs at least nine uh, Republicans to vote against Paxton in the trial in order to see his impeachment through. Are you confident those votes will come through? And what else will you be keeping an eye out for come Tuesday? Uh, if they follow the facts, they will absolutely find him guilty and remove him from office. Uh, we don't know that that's the case. You know, Ken Paxton has relied on a Republican Supreme Court uh, in this state to vote in favor uh, of some of his you know, egregious cases for many, many years now. And while there's a gag order in place for legislators and senators at this moment, that hasn't stopped Paxton donors from giving our lieutenant governor, who's leading this trial, uh, $3 million in contributions in the past weeks and months. Uh, we also know that his wife is sitting uh, on uh, the trial bench. She's not in a vote, but as an extension, she, she's essentially counting uh, as uh, a, a not guilty vote. And so uh, we're hoping that they finally come to their senses, that they follow the facts, the numerous, numerous uh, egregious facts that should lead them to a guilty verdict. Uh, but again, we'll have to wait and see in the coming days and weeks. The FBI is also investigating claims made by Paxton staff that he abused his power in office uh, to help Nate Paul. Uh, it seems as though he will not be able to evade accountability, even if he were to remain in office. Your thoughts on whether or not justice will eventually catch up with him one way or the other. I mean, how, do you, how does this play out with Texas voters uh, in the next cycle if Ken Paxton remains uh, and seeks office? Well, look, we shouldn't uh, be worrying about voters at this exact moment. Justice needs to be done. And the Texas Senate should not play politics. Again, they should follow the facts. They should look at the numerous things that uh, the House has already found on a bipartisan basis that Ken Paxton is guilty of. Uh, and they should push him out of office. So we shouldn't leave it to the next election. But of course, as you mentioned, the FBI investigation is still there. And we trust that they're going to follow the facts as well and that justice will be done. If I lived in Houston, he'd get my vote. So that's what we need to be watching out for. And here's a bit more info from AP. Because, well, these things are complicated. The article is by Paul J. Weber and Jake Bielberg. And at the end of the article, it says that he wrote this from Dallas. So he's doing on-the-ground reporting. Billionaires, burner phones, alleged bribes. The impeachment trial of Texas AG Ken Paxton is going to test the will of Republican senators to oust not only one of their own, but a firebrand who helped drive the state's hard turn to the right for years. The historic proceedings that to start at the state Senate Tuesday are the most serious threat yet to one of Texas's most powerful figures after nine years engulfed by criminal charges, scandals, and accusations of corruption. If convicted, Paxton, just the third official in Texas, nearly 200-year history to be impeached could be removed from office. Witnesses called to testify could include Paxton and a woman with whom he had acknowledged having an extramarital affair. Members of the public hoping to watch from the gallery will have to line up for passes. And conservative activists have already bought up TV airtime and billboards, pressuring senators to acquit one of the four times indicted man's biggest offenders. It's a very serious event, but it's a big time show, said Bill Miller, a longtime Austin lobbyist and friend of Paxton. Any way you cut it, it's going to have the attention of anyone and everyone. The buildup to the trial has widened divisions among Texas Republicans that reflect the wider fissures roiling the party nationally headed into the 24 election. 
at the fore of recent Texas policies are hardline measures to stop migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border, battles over what is taught in public schools, and restrictions on LGBTQ plus rights, many of which are championed loudest in the Senate, where Republicans hold a dominant 19 to 12 majority and have Paxton's fate in their hands. The Senate has long been a welcome place for Paxton. His wife, Angela, is a state senator, although she's barred from voting in the trial. But as we heard, she is an abstention because she's still present. So her vote still technically counts. Paxton also was a state senator before becoming AG in 2015 and still has entanglements in the chamber, including with Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who will preside over the trial and loaned $125,000 to Paxton's re-election campaign. If all 12 Democrats vote to convict Paxton, they would still need at least nine Republicans on their side, or the Senate could vote by a simple majority to dismiss the charges altogether. It was a GOP-dominated House that decided by an overwhelming majority that Paxton should be impeached. You're seeing a fracture within the party right now, said Matt Langston, a Republican political consultant in Texas. This is going to impact the leadership and party for a long time. Hopefully that means we can get in and change some of who's in power. The trial also appears to have heightened Paxton's legal risks. The case against him largely centers on his relationship with Nate Paul, an Austin real estate developer who was indicted this summer after being accused of making false statements to banks to secure $170 million in loans. Last month, federal prosecutors in Washington kicked a long-running investigation of Paxton into higher gear when they began using a grand journey in San Antonio to examine his dealings with Paul, according to two people with knowledge of the matter who spoke on the condition of anonymity because secrecy rules around grand jury proceedings. The grand jury role was first reported by the Austin American Statesman. Chris Toth, the former executive director of National Association of AGs, said Paxton had for years weathered scandals unique among top state lawyers. He said the outcome of the trial will send a message about what is acceptable to elected officials across the country. Impeachment managers in the GOP-controlled Texas House filed nearly 4,000 pages of exhibits ahead of the trial, including accusations that Paxton hid the use of multiple cell phones and revealed in other perks of office. There's very much a vile and insidious level of influence that Ken Paxton exerts through continuing to get away with his conduct, Toth said. Part of Paxton's political durability is his alignment with the four times indicted man. And this was never more apparent than when Paxton joined efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Like the four time indicted man, Paxton said he is a victim of politically motivated investigations. But James Dickey, a former chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, said the base of the GOP see Paxton's impeachment as different from the legal troubles facing the four times indicted man. Exclusively, the actions against the four times indicted man are from Democrat elected officials, and so it can't avoid having more partisan tone. Therefore, Republicans voters have more concern and frustration with it. Patrick, in a rare television interview last month, was explicit in what the trial is and is not. It's not a criminal trial. It's not a civil trial, he told Houston television station KRIV. It's a political trial. So that was a lot of information. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments. Bottom line is this is a test of if Republicans have any morals at all left. And given that the Republican supermajority in the House was the one that called for the impeachment proceedings, we may be pleasantly surprised. We also may not, but you know, I'm going to look at this glass half full. See you Tuesday for a first day of trial roundup. Short Cast Club.